since I didn't have a lot of rules, I found myself naturally gravitating towards like sharing meals versus the all or nothing person was like the moment that I had a couple fries, I felt like I had to have them all. Fast forward to the year what I where I allowed everything, I could just stop at 10 fries. I could just, you know, this is the power of having that other season. What are you doing to create your dream life or your best self? Why do we see some thrive through challenges while others struggle? Welcome to Effort, a podcast where I talk about the main Fs in my life that have helped me in creating my best self. Faith, family, forgiveness, food, fitness, and formula. Hi, my name is Amy Ledeen, and most would say that I've had my fair share of struggles, whether it was placing my baby for adoption at 18, facing my marriage-ending affair, or battling stage four cancer for almost seven years, it's safe to say that I've been through a lot. Join me as I take you through my story, my journeys, and share with you the tactical strategies every single week that will help you thrive and overcome anything you face. That's right, I'm gonna show you how to create a future self that you'll be proud of. So buckle up, get ready for the ride as I take you through my story and bring other guests on that have helped me along the way. Okay, so I think my best content or stuff that I really love to share is, you know, stuff that I'm typically coaching with a client, you know, the best way to get ideas is from other people's problems and then solving them. So (laughs) today I'm sitting out in my hot car. Typically I do this in the morning, um, out in my podcast studio, aka truck, but uh, hopefully, I think this will be a quick one because it's definitely hot in this vehicle without it being turned on. I don't want to have any sound. But the good news is I am less than 30 days out from being into a home and uh, no more in this vacation rental. And I will have our stuff and I'm excited to have my podcast studio back and just really be in routine. I can honestly say that this last five months has been some of the hardest in my life, you know, and, uh, but I'm really seeing a lot of silver linings and I know I'm going to do a podcast soon with my daughter where we talk about a good practice that we've started. And so there's been a lot of, uh, you know, positives that have come out of this, uh, you know, trying time, this, this tough season, but today the topic is all about setting realistic expectations. Now I hope you're following, you know, me here because you're trying to be your best self, which is also a high performer, you know, someone that's trying to be, you know, successful in all areas, you know, one of the downfalls of being say the high performer, or maybe you've even labeled yourself like a perfectionist is sometimes that perfectionist attitude can have an all or nothing attitude. And that all or nothing attitude, then when we see the nothing, this is where high performers can fail is because they stay too long down in the failing. And for me, for years, I had already lost my weight, you know, so I was, you know, the same weight I am now, but it wasn't because of what I was doing. It was in spite of what I was doing, meaning it wasn't because I had good habits. It was because I hated myself so much heavy that I didn't want to ever go back there. So I did the fen fen. I did, I did all the things at all costs to stay there. I would over cardio. I would under eat. So no one saw that on the outside. This is also why you can end up being very unhappy even at, you know, what people see on the outside is the great body. So that was me for many of the years after I lost my weight. And then I had, I learned that if I didn't change who I was, I was constantly going to be battling my my lazy self. And instead of constantly battling my lazy self, I needed to just up level altogether so that then the battle was not, the gap's not so big. So I need to become this high performer. I need to become a high achiever. I need to like do all of those things and have structure and habits. So 
where I'm going with this is you need to make sure that, you know, part of this journey is realizing that you need to, there's, there's an art to pushing yourself, but also having realistic expectations. So I'm a big believer in having seasons where it is game time. You say no to everything else. I mean, it's like I've said, I did 75 hard. I've done, you know, many strings of times where I've done like a hundred days of nothing, you know, but this one thing, because I do believe that you need to teach yourself in seasons of, you know, discipline and keeping your word that you do things at all costs. And it's not about what you're doing. It's about your word, you know, so I'm a big believer. So I want you to know that. And I think that you need to test yourself at least once a year to some sort of like boot camp, if you will. The rest of the time needs to become what we call like that maintenance of seeing this as a lifestyle and setting realistic expectations of yourself. And because if you don't do this and you're always trying to be on 100% octane, you're going to fall hard. And and this is why I share this is because we, for years in my former marriage, went to Disney World every um, year for Christmas because our family was all in Hawaii. And since they were in Hawaii, you know, we... Um, we didn't have family here. So it was like, let's just go to Disney for Christmas. And we would pack a tree. And like, I mean, I'm talking, we did, we did it all. Like one year, my daughter got the Barbie Jeep. We actually hid that in the back of our minivan and took it all the way there. But we'd pack a tree every year and we stayed a week at Disney. And it was a fun time of year. Well, my psycho self in these OCD, like perfect expectations of myself, didn't know how to go off plan. I would always set myself up to be, I'd be like, well, I'm going to Disney and I'm going to be hundred percent. Maybe I'd even add, I'd be like, well, maybe one night I can go off plan. But like, I would pack my griddle. I would pack, like I'd meal prep. I'd do all the things. Right. And then I'd get there and we're in Disney and the kids are getting like the Mickey ice cream cones. And let's say I have a couple bites which, hey, a best self-behavior would be, hey, a couple bites is better than having the whole thing. How awesome of you to then just continue on your day, your healthy self. But the perfectionist is like, I said I was going to be 100%. Now that I haven't, the gates of temptation are now open and you end up falling off even harder. And this happened to me, I'm talking like years, you know, each year we'd, oh, I'd fail it. I would say I'm going to be 100%. And then I would, you know, cheat on something. I'd even call it cheating, which is silly. And then because I'd already had that cheat, then it's like, well, I better make it worthy of my time. And I would end up having like my ex-husband, you know, at the time, my husband, he'd go to Publix and like load up on all the stuff that I never claimed to ever get because I'd say that to myself. So I better make it worth it. And I seriously would make myself freaking sick. Because my intention would be that the next day it's back to 100%, Amy, the rest of the time you're at Disney. Now you can't F up. You know, like I was really mean about it internally. And so the next day would come and sure enough in the afternoon, I get tempted again. One, because I truly had not learned the power of deciding. That's one problem. But two is I'm a freaking Disney. And this should be times in your life that you're allowed to have some behaviorally things. Doesn't mean I have to have the whole Mickey ears, but I can have half. And, you know, the mistake I made was not setting realistic expectations for myself. I mean, you're going, you know, and what happened was even worse. I'd come home five to 10 pounds heavier because the blow ups at night would get worse and worse because then I'd be like, I need to stop doing this. And then each time that I would cave, you know, whereas if I would have just flipped the switch. So the next year I went with finally changing it to just having food rules. And I said, I... My rule is, you know, Amy, eat as close to on plan as you can, but you're allowed to have one dessertish type because I'm always like a sweet person treat a day. 
The cool thing about that was it had a carrot dangling out there in front of me, which for some people does not work. For me, it was great because I knew I had a start and stop. I had to be very specific with what I was allowing. And it gave me something to look forward to. And it was just a great segue from trying to be the all or nothing. Fast forward to when Eric and I got married, you know, we went to Disney and the rule was no rules. Like I had to go with not bringing any foods, like no packing my griddle and actually just try to be completely behaviorally. And so it was like, you know, we had like a breakfast buffet. So I knew to like be moderate. Maybe, maybe if lunch and heavy is going to be heavy and I know that at the parks, maybe I just want to have some fruit and some, you know, an, uh, an egg white omelet or Hey, Amy, maybe you're not going to, maybe you're going to just split a lunch. So breakfast, you want to have a heartier, you love having oatmeal with, you know, whatever point being, you need to rehearse those things and set realistic expectations. No more being perfectionist. And what was so cool is since I didn't have a lot of rules, I found myself naturally gravitating towards like sharing meals versus the all or nothing person. It was like the moment that I had a couple fries, I felt like I had to have them all fast forward to the year what I, where I allowed everything. I could just stop at 10 fries. I could just, you know, this is the power of having that other season. So again, you got to find all seasons to be mastered. You know, you got to have these seasons where it is all, all, all. You better pack your crap. I mean, I've been on trips where I've been 100% and I've had to do a lot of prep to get there mindset wise and just behaviorally. I got to, you know, bring a lot more stuff with me. But then I also have learned that, man, there's certain times in life that, you know, an anniversary or a vacation trip or, you know, somewhere with a family, it is worthy of not being a hundred percent. And that then you learn that giving yourself permission, you're more likely to not go overboard and, you know, have the cycles like I did. And then I just felt like garbage about myself. So keep in mind that, you know, you're chasing a feeling, you're chasing feeling good about yourself. And that all comes from being alignment with this aligned with decisions. So once you decide on something, you got to go all in on that decision, you know, to show yourself that your word matters. Okay. I'm on a mission. As you know, if you've been following along, I have a goal to be a top 100 podcast. And it's less about that top 100 and more about, I want to make an impact. I want more people to hear effort and and learn from all the mistakes that I've made, along with me bringing on really special guests for you. So my ask here is this. I want you to screenshot this episode today and share it on your social media. Share it with a friend, you know, tag me in it you know, go give me a review, of course, if you're really feeling it and rate me, you know, I, this is the only way things are going to get seen here. And in a big world of tons and tons of podcasts, I'm hoping that you're going to choose mine and help me on my mission. 